0: Greetings from Harvest, Alabama. My name is Carrie McShay. I am a member of Ford's Chapel UMC right here in Harvest. At Ford's Chapel, I lead Bible studies, help with youth group and women's ministry, and serve in whatever way I am needed in true small church fashion. The verses from the lectionary for this Sunday come from Exodus, Isaiah, Romans, Matthew, and of course Psalms. The passages are Exodus 1:8 through2:10, and Psalm 124, Isaiah 51, 1 through6, and Psalm 138, Romans 12, 1 through8, and Matthew 16:13 through20. Most of these verses are directly describing attributes of God, who he is and what he is like. The passage from Exodus does this indirectly. The Romans verses speak briefly of God's mercy and then talk about what we should do now that we have knowledge of God. For example, in Exodus we have the story of Moses' mother hiding him at the riverbank when he was a few months old. We see God watching over Moses and arranging a way for him to grow up safely, right in the palace of the Pharaoh who wanted all of the male Israelite babies to be killed. Isaiah reminds us that God blessed both Sarah and Abraham, who was, quote, made many. We are told that God has compassion, that he is just and righteous, and that his salvation and righteousness will last forever. Psalm 124 tells us that God is on our side. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And Psalm 138 describes God's unfailing love and faithfulness. The psalmist says that when he called, God answered him. When he walked in the midst of trouble, God preserved his life. In the final lines, the psalmist declares, Your love, Lord, endures forever. In Matthew, when Jesus asks, who do you say I am? Peter responds with complete confidence, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Then in Romans, we are called to live, quote, in view of God's mercy. We are given a reminder that each member of the body has gifts that we should be using to serve each other and build each other up. So what we see in common across these passages is, again, many good reminders of who God is. God was faithful to Moses, and he safeguarded the baby who would one day lead the Israelites out of slavery. In truly life-threatening circumstances, God was there. He took a mother's desperate plan and turned it into something bigger and better than any human could have devised. Perhaps you have witnessed this for yourself. Or perhaps there is something in your life right now that is actually life-threatening. Or maybe you're in need of a solution to a problem that is bigger than you can handle. God was faithful to Abraham and Sarah. The nation of Israel could look back and know that when it seemed that they would never have even a single child, God instead made Abraham's offspring as numerous as the stars in the sky. Israel can also look forward and know that God is drawing near to them with righteousness and that when they desperately needed it, salvation and justice were on the way. For you today, you may be struggling to see how God is going to turn a seemingly impossible situation into something good, something that might even be a blessing in the long run. Perhaps salvation and justice seem very close, or perhaps they will feel you feel that they will never arrive. In your own life right now, maybe you can rejoice with the psalmist in knowing that when you have called on God, he has answered you. He has preserved your life, and you know with confidence that God's love endures forever. On the other hand, maybe you feel that God is not answering you. Maybe you feel like his love has run out, that he has stopped listening to you, and that you may never hear from him again. Maybe you don't feel that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Instead, maybe you feel more like Peter did just a short while later after that confession, confused, afraid, abandoned, and alone. Then we come to Romans, where we are reminded again of God's mercy and told that in view of that mercy, we are to use our gifts for the good of those around us. Some of us, unfortunately, have not experienced this. Maybe instead we've experienced church hurt or situations where those who should have been there for us instead made us feel rejected, not supported. Although we won't ever be perfect, loving each other as equal members of the body of Christ, loving each other as God called us to do in view of his mercy, is a practical way to live out our thanks for what God has given to us through his Son, Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit. When I was at annual conference this year, for which I had taken a few days off of work at a job that I loved very much, incidentally, (laughs) I received a message from one of our senior vice presidents asking me to take a phone call. This was the first day of annual conference, just a few hours in. We had just finished our opening worship and sermon and we had just begun to move into voting. I stepped outside to take the call. After all, when your senior vice president asks you to do something, you listen. During that call, I was informed that I, along with over 200 others, including almost all of my beloved colleagues on my beloved team had been laid off. One minute I had a job and the next minute I did not. It was, of course, a great shock. No one on my team or any of the other 200 people had any idea that this was coming. I was devastated standing there outside the doors to the Von Braun Center, trying to come to terms with this news. Now, on the one hand, annual conference is a terrible place to get bad news. But on the other hand, it's a great place to get bad news. Within minutes, I was surrounded by my pastors, a friend, and even a stranger in the hallway who saw me crying, hugged me, and said she would pray for me. I felt loved and supported by the body of Christ in a time when I really needed it. Just as a side note, that stranger I later learned was Kiki Terry. So Kiki, if you hear this, thank you for seeing me at just the right time and loving me in that moment. That was two months ago. During this time, I have seen God's faithfulness. I have seen him find a solution to a problem that I could not solve on my own. I have called on him many times and he has answered me. By the time you hear this podcast, I will have returned to work right back with my former employer in a new role that I had always been interested in and actually had been wanting to explore. A big part of why I ended up in this new role is a friend of mine who had not been laid off, taking the time to talk to my new hiring manager about me and then connecting the two of us for an informal conversation, which led to an interview and then a second interview and finally... A job offer this position was not even advertised at the time that i was laid off and i hadn't applied for it god just worked this out through a fellow member of the body of christ who wanted to use his gifts and his connections to help someone in need i have also been blessed during this time by the body of christ right at ford's chapel who hugged me on sunday mornings prayed for me as I had interviews, asked me for updates, and cheered alongside me when I got that good news about the new position. Truly, they have carried me so well during this time. I, in turn, have been checking in, praying with, and writing recommendations for some of my colleagues who were also laid off. And at Ford's Chapel, I'm doing everything I can to be the body of Christ for those who have needs as well. So I would ask... Who is God to you today? Do you see him coming to your rescue? Is he walking with you through a very tough place? Are you feeling his unfailing love and faithfulness? Or maybe that love and faithfulness feels like they're a million miles away. Are you confident today that he is the Messiah, the son of the living God, as Peter was in that moment? Or are you struggling and doubting with that as Peter was just a short time later? If you're on the struggling side of the coin today, let the body of Christ minister to you. Reach out for encouragement and love, even a hug if you want one. That's what we are here for, to build up and encourage and minister to each other. If you're on the other side and you're seeing God's love and faithfulness and watching God work in your life, then use your gifts today to build up someone who is not in that place. In the end, even when we doubt and question and struggle, God is faithful. He does love you, and he does have a plan and solution in mind for all that you're enduring. And a big part of his plan to carry us through is actually us. May we all know today that God is on our side, and may we seek to be the body of Christ to each other because of God's mercy to us.